Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode on when it's great to be a giver, when you should pause giving, and insight also as when to stop. So again, this is not me telling you. This is based on two decades of me being a giver, observing teams, observing different rapports, research, working with clients. And let's just before we jump into today's topic about when it's great to be a giver, when you should pause or actually stop. And this is up to you, obviously, to decide. So I'm Laurence Methot, and I'm the host for this podcast of The Authentic Leader. So it's really about you dealing with your career, your life, and everything in between. So when we say that we, as givers, should sometimes either give or pause or stop, I just want to reframe again, and this is a philosophy which is decades and probably even thousands of years old. So you have the giver, the taker, and what is now called the matcher. So in normal circumstances, you would have X percent of the population who is giving readily, and that is part of who they are. Then you have the matcher, which is you give me something, I give you something back, and I expect the same in return. If I give you something, I expect you to give me something back. And then the other option is I'm a taker. That means I will take more than I will give and I will try every opportunity. So before we jump into the different options and what could help you to think, hmm, should I stop? Should I pause? What should I consider? When you're a giver, the society tells us more or less since we're kids that it's great to give, it's great to think about the others. And then you grow up and when you're in a team, you're leading a team, they will tell you it's really important to think about the others first. It's important to put the team members first, which is true. I mean, the leader who's the one-person show will definitely not have the charisma and will not be able to gain the support and build a real team. This leader might be able to use fear and domination, yet to have the people really work with you, you need to be able to give, you need to be able to let others shine, and you need to be able to make sure that they can grow. So all that is true. When does it become a problem? And again, that's based on my own experience. So I'm a giver. I'm happy to be in, a, in this place. I also know that sometimes I might have been in some situations where I, in retrospect, should not have given that much. Will it change me? No, I just know better my boundaries. That's all. So when you're giving, and let's say you work in a team and that happens to it, that happened to me actually 15 years ago, more or less. I was working in a leadership team and I felt I had a great, great rapport with the other person also leading. We were co-leads. And at the end of this preparation and this work for the leadership team, this person actually totally disconnected. And I didn't understand why, because we had so much, uh, we had invested so much time, so much energy for an amazing result. It was a global leadership team and the result was fantastic. So I didn't understand why suddenly being so cold, why cutting the rapport, 
while not continuing to share and support each other further in our next moves. And this person told me, well, for her, the giving part lasted during the project. And once the project was over, she felt it was like a case closed. She would move to her next thing and there wouldn't be this rapport. There wouldn't be more sharing. And first I was totally thrown off because for me, the rapport doesn't stop with one project, one program, one uh, leadership team. This spans over months and years. Yet it got me to think, it got me to also research that not everyone has the same view and that's okay. So what happens when givers continue to give more? This can be uh, giving more attention, giving little gifts maybe when others don't. This can be, I don't know, sharing a coffee, bringing a cake, whatever form it is when one person is giving more than the other and the other person is not appreciating it or feels obliged to it, you can create resentment. So that's why it's good. Although I'm a giver, I love to share. I love to have uh, this rapport, which goes over the years. I needed to learn to respect that others have a different view that others might want to work with me on a specific project and then continue and move on with their lives and not continue to share anything. And that's okay. This is the way they are wired and it is just up to me to respect and to then stop. It is not because I'm going to give more attention or little gifts or anything else that I'm going to be able to get them on my side. If anything, they will push me away or they will even resent me because now they feel they owe me something which they didn't want in the first place. So giving works really well when the other person is ready to accept, when the relationship is healthy, and also it's totally fine to support a friend, a team, a colleague, someone in need during a certain time. The disbalance happens when there is one person who continues to give and to give over time and the other one only takes. And two things happen in addition to resentment. When you're a giver and the other person is a taker, or let's say you are not a giver, but you get kind of annoyed in the office or in your private life that the other person is giving more than what you want, then maybe just have a frank discussion that for you, it is a bit too much. And if you're a giver, after a certain while, just stop. Because if the other person is actually a taker, the person has you exactly where they want, which is you give, right? And the society will tell you it's great to give. As a leader, you need to give. As a partner, it's great to give. Yet there is a time where you need to put your boundaries back up. Because otherwise, you will just waste too much energy and too much time. Now, the big caveat I would like to add here is that when you are in this relationship where the other one is actually quite happy about you giving so much, and that's really the important part, you need to be the one who will actually cut this relationship. Yet the difficult part is because the other one is in a really great place and you have been giving, you will also feel that there is a difficulty to actually cut. And this is because the taker can absolutely use manipulation because this is such a great relationship for the taker 
that this person doesn't want you to stop. And this is when it's even more important to have self-awareness, clear boundaries. And the third and important part is when you can have the empathy to understand what the other person is doing and feeling, yet also be able to understand without agreeing and creating that new space for you. So again, giving is amazing. And if you're more of a matcher or a taker, I would just say matcher works. Just beware that there are also givers and takers and that you need somehow to also be clear on your way of working. And same for takers, also be aware. And if you want a relationship to last, well, sometimes it's better to stop taking. So again, that works for a giver, a matcher or a taker. And this is decades and hundred years old. I realized and observed that when people are stressed and in a derailer, let's say before they might have been a bit takers or they might have been more matchers than givers, this derailer actually creates more stress on them and they will want to become more takers. So I'm not saying, oh my God, there are so many toxic people out there. No, I'm saying when you are in a derailer, you might even become in a certain survival mode. And when you are in a survival mode, it's your reptilian brain. This is just about survival. So you're not there to think about the mid and long term. You're there to see how you can get out of the situation. And this is when I've observed, and I'm not the only one, that there are more takers than before. So again, everything is fine as long as you're clear on three elements. Be self-aware, one. Two, be clear with your boundaries. And three, practice this empathy where you understand what the other person thinks and feels, yet you don't need to agree. And with that, I'd love to hear your comments. I'd love also to hear what else you have lived. And as usual, um, I also have my emails in the show notes. Hit reply and let me know, how do you live the giver, the matcher, and the taker? Bye for now.